Okay, we'd like to welcome you back to our fifth and final part of our current event and weekly Bible study for October 3rd, 2010. Next article is regarding the BPA. Uh, Canada has actually banned BPA. And this is from Environmental Canada. Our northern neighbor's version of the EPA has officially declared bisphenol A, or BPA, toxic. The ubiquitous chemical found in the lining of nearly all cans used by the food and beverage industry will have to be phased out in Canada. BPA is vile stuff. Here's how Scientific America recently described it. Quote, In recent years, dozens of scientists around the globe have linked BPA to a myriad of health effects in rodents, mammillary, mammary, and prostate cancers, genital defects in males, early onset of puberty in females, obesity, and even behavioral problems such as attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. The North American chemical industry is furious with the Environmental Canada's decision. The American Chemistry Council has vigorously defended BPA during the Environmental Canada's toxic review, declaring that the agency has pandered to emotional zealots by even considering the toxic designation, the Toronto Star reports. This is how evil these people are. Okay, The industry group demanded that Environmental Canada halt the review process. Environmental Canada held firm. Hmm, I guess they weren't bought and paid for. In our U.S. political system, the chemical industry has had better luck pushing its agenda. In January, the FDA took a singularly maddening position on the stuff. Tom Laskaway reported for The Grist, uh, which is a publication evidently, on the one hand, after years of denying mounting evidence that BPA posed, posed serious health risks, the agency declared it had some concern about the potential effects of BPA on the brain, behavior, prostate gland, in babies, infants, and young children. In the, on, the, on the other, the agency has essentially claimed it is unable to ban it from use. Oh, we just, they just can't do it. Okay. Today, there exist hundreds of different formulations for BPA-containing epoxy linings, which have varying characteristics. The food companies aren't obligated to declare which ones they're using. The food companies don't even have to tell you. The agency... Um, the agency complained in its January statement. If the FDA were to decide to revoke one or more approved uses, the FDA would need to undertake what could be a lengthy process of rulemaking to accomplish the goal. The agency declared referring itself, to, referring to itself in third person. In other words, the poison has been distilled into so many forms that it would take a lot of work to keep it out of food processing in America. And rather than initiate that process and stop the poisoning of Americans, the FDA chose to sit on its hands, meaning that the food industry still knowingly exposes millions of people every day to a chemical the FDA acknowledges is totally harmful. That's just one of probably hundreds of chemicals they're using to kill us off. Laskaway aptly read the report as a bureaucratic cry for help. Uh, FDA decision-makers' acknowledgement that in the face of the chemical the face of chemical industry pressure, they really don't have the authority to ban BPA or to even meaningfully, meaningfully restrict its use, he concluded. It seems that only Congress can pr- provide the antidote, and I, I'm sure they won't. The U.S. Senate to the rescue? Not so much. Earlier this month, a ban on BPA was removed from the Senate's food safety bill under industry pressure when Senator Dianne Feinstein, Democrat of California vowed to add an amendment to compromise a bill that would ban BPA. Negotiations on the bill stalled. So, 
Just govern yourself accordingly. That's bad, bad, bad stuff out there. Next article. Gates death panels. And again, they put it on the thermal receipts. It's laden with BPA. Thermal receipts. I would say the majority of ones are contaminated with it. And that's a real easy way they can kill us off. Everybody takes those receipts and stuff. I just, if, if I have to take them, I just try to handle them with like two fingers and throw them in the bag, you know, and wash my hands. Because they're, actually the exposure on the receipts is far greater than the linings in the cans. I know that sounds impossible, but the actual amount of exposure you could potentially be getting is actually far greater on the, on the thermal receipts that you almost get wherever you go. Next article, uh, Gates Death Panels. <clears throat> Bill Gates' ad- ad- advocacy for death panels has caused controversy amongst conservative commentators, but the real outrage behind the story has been completely overlooked. The fact that Gates is a hardcore eugenicist and has called for lowering global population through vaccines, which his foundation funds to the tune of billions... Now, this is the guy that's put his money where his mouth is... Gates' death panel comments were actually made over two months ago at the Aspen Ideas Festival in Aspen, Colorado. But only, but they only garnered attention when the video clip appeared on numerous conservative websites, including Breibart TV and The Blaze. During a question and answer session, Gates implied that elderly patients undergoing expensive health care treatments should be killed and the money spent elsewhere. Gates said there was a lack of willingness to consider the question of choosing between spending a million dollars on the last three months of, of life for a patient and then laying off ten teachers. But that's called the death panel, and you're not supposed to have that discussion, added Gates. The Microsoft owner's advocacy for killing granny in the name of spending the money elsewhere strikes at the root of why so many Americans are outraged over Obamacare which contains as one of its core components a cost-benefit board which will be able to refuse care to elderly patients. Proving that death panels will indeed come into force despite establishment media PR campaigns to convince the public otherwise. Although Americans will be subject to the whims of death panels, the federal government will continue to require hospitals to provide emergency treatment to illegal immigrants at taxpayer expense, the New York Times reported. So we'll make sure we'll take care of those illegal aliens. Now, the other people that actually have to pay out the nose for actually all this Obamacare, we're going to have to kill them off, though. Because, you know, that's how it goes. And again, this is why I recommend staying as far as you can away from that system, if it's humanly possible, to stay out of the hospitals. Because because of all the stuff I just went over and the stuff I'm going to keep going over, it's a very, very dangerous place to be. Next article, warning all pregnant women, miscarriages from H1N1 vaccine. Um, A shocking report from the National Coalition of Organized Women presented data from two different sources demonstrating that the 2009-10 H1N1 vaccines contributed to an estimated 1,588 miscarriages and stillbirths. A corrected estimate may be as high as 3,587 cases. This is good for them. They get to poison and taint your DNA with the vaccination, and they get to kill your baby. It's win-win for them. And they get to make money off the vaccines. Uh, NICAO also highlights the fact that the CDC failed to inform their vaccine providers of the incoming data reports of suspected H1N1-related fetal demise. 
oh, we just forgot to remind you guys, women were miscarrying and, and, and losing their babies like crazy. Remember I reported on this last year? There were whole forums up on the internet about women going up there, one after another after another, saying, yeah, I miscarried my baby five days later after I got the vaccine. Yeah, I miscarried my baby two days later. I mean, it was a whole forum for women that were up there. And yet, there's no public outcry. Or, or if there is, it's very much been totally suppressed by the media. I mean, you know, you would think that that would really be something that would really fire up a lot of women. But it's like, oh, we, we don't want to be labeled. I'm not saying all of them, but I'm saying I just really didn't see the proper, like, okay, they just killed your baby. What are you going to kind of do about it? I mean, you would think they would really be up in arms. And they were just stating it like it was matter of fact. I lost my baby. You know, I'm thinking, my word. Uh, anyway, um, now I'm not saying all, but I'm saying it seemed to be the majority reaction. Well, again, that world that Dr. Clymer said was created, where you have this bunch of automatons that are apathetic and, and, they're, and they're just stuff horrific happens to them, and they don't really react to it. It's just like it's normal. I mean, like the girl we talked about across the street. I mean, all their family, I'm sure they're all on meds. They've all got these horrific health conditions. None of them are really that old. And yet it's just normal. It's normal to be on 20 meds. It's normal to get your gallbladder removed at 15 and have kidney stones and all kind of horrific health problems and have to take like all these meds just to deal with all the symptoms. It's normal. And it doesn't bother them either. They're happy. Happy, happy. They're fun, 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 fun. Everything's good. It's really scary. I mean, they're nice people. and But they don't care. They don't care. We, we tried to tell them about the, the high fructose corn syrup in the, in the soda pops. Because she's like, well, we're, we're like, we don't drink. Well, we'll take it. I'm like, well, and we tried to tell them. And they're like, oh, we don't care about that. that was, wasn't that her reaction? She's like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. We don't care. We'll, we'll drink it. It's like, oh my word. Okay. Anyway. Oh boy. Um, okay, let's go further here. NICAL collected data from pregnant women aged 17 to 45 that occurred after they were administered a 2009 H1N1 flu vaccine. Now they've got it this year where I think they're combining everything in the flu shot. It's like, it's a multiple, instead of having, I think, like two shots last year, they combine it all into one. And now they're saying the first first group, I just saw this this week, the first group they're targeting and wanting to, to get this shot into this year is the pregnant women. They come out, at, even after all these statistics came out where it's causing massive miscarriage rates in women, they're saying they're the ones that need it the most and they're the first ones that should be getting it. How stinking, satanically sick is that? This is how evil the pharmaceutical cartel industry is. They're here to kill you and to control you. From cradle to grave, that's their goal. Through pharmacia and sorcery. Using the vaccine adverse event reporting system, including updates through the July of 11, 2010 as a second ascertainment source, capture recapture statistical methods were used to estimate the true number of miscarriages and stillbirths following the H1N1 flu vaccine in the U.S. Typically, 
Even so-called complete studies conducted by the CDC have been shown to miss 10 to 90% of the actual cases because of under-reporting. Overall, I mean, how many women miscarried and didn't ever even put two and two together? They lost their baby. They didn't even think it was the flu shot. Oh, no, that's good for me. That's like a vitamin shot, right? Cause you miscarry. Well, that's good for them. Global depopulation. You know, if they can't sterilize you, they'll, 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 they'll cause you to miscarriage. Complete studies conducted by the CDC have been shown to miss from 10 to 90% of the actual cases because of underreporting. Overall, the approach showed that approximately 15% of the occurrences of a miscarriage or stillbirth were actually reported. So who knows what this statistic really is? Remember they just banned the flu shot down in Australia? We reported on that because it was causing seizures and convulsions in the kids. But they waited a couple weeks until they could have way more seizures and convulsions and you know, these kids. Now, here, here's another thing. Think about this. I've, I've said this in the past. Do you realize that there's like 13, at least 13 vaccinations that they derive, they culture off aborted babies? They use that as their actual culturing agent. They grow the vaccines off aborted fetal cell lines. And if you don't believe me, you can look up the vaccines. Uh, I think one of them is like Verivax, the chicken pox. MMR, those types of ones. I've got the whole thing listed on my Avion flu presentation. You can go up on YouTube and watch it. Just key in Scott Johnson and Avion. You'll find it. You can see the one of me talking or the one where I just do PowerPoint. And I give you all 13 vaccinations, just 13 that I documented. And if you go into the PDF and you look those up and you look how they're made, it'll say, culturing agent, human diploid cells. That's a nice way of saying aborted babies. And I even tell you what, how to break down how what each aborted where where each one came from the aborted fetal cell line that it came from. It's really, really satanically sick, sick stuff we're dealing with here when we when we talk about vaccinations. Now I'm not even getting in to the foreign DNA that I believe they're introducing or the potential for injectable nano microchips, which they could be putting in all the vaccinations now. And who's to know the wiser? Unless you can get that thing under a microscope, Hitachi's already got microchip dust. And they had that years ago. You better be careful what you and you let devil, the devil inject into you. You better be careful. Next article. Pharma industry exposed as a monopolistic con game. This is from Natural News. For years, natural health proponents have been sounding the alarm about the dangers of new drugs being pushed on consumers. But it is a one-sided. But is that a one-sided, inaccurate view? Not at all. In fact, new research shows that problems with big pharma's hugely hyped medications are far worse than most people have ever dreamed. Independent reviewers found that about 85% of new drugs offer few, if any, benefits. Wow, 85% of new drugs offer few, if any, benefits, but they carry the risk of causing serious harm to all. See, all drugs have side effects. Every single one of them. That's by design. Because side, what do side effects produce? Well, symptoms. Well, what, what, what do you got to take for symptoms? Well, you got to suppress them, right? The symptoms are stupid and dumb. You just got to suppress them with another drug, which causes more side effects. And then take another med to suppress those side effects. Pretty soon your liver and kidneys are so toxic 
you know, I mean, that your body can't even break down toxins anymore, or properly, then what does that set you up for? Cancer? Because a toxic liver is the number one precursor to cancer. There's an enzyme pathway in the liver called phase one, phase two, cytochrome P450 enzyme pathways, and that's how we break down carcinogenic compounds in the body, cancer-causing. If that enzyme pathway is messed up, and it is in probably 99.9% of Americans, not only because of what they're putting in their body, but because of what they're not putting in their body. Things like cruciferous vegetables, beets, um, actually egg yolks have, have a detoxifying effect on the liver, believe it or not. Um, a lot of green leafy vegetables, vegetables in general, are very, very good. Now, granted, if you're eating vegetables that are just sprayed on with pesticides and they're not organic, that's not the best way to go either. You should be at least soaking them in some type of water, vinegar, and even a little bit of detergent solution in there to break down the pesticide bonds. It's called a surfactant. It has to be broken down through a surfactant. Even a little bit of, of um, uh, I like using like organic soap, okay? But that can help go a long way of getting off a lot of these pesticides that they spray on the foods. If you can at all do it, try to eat organic. That's all I'm telling you. If you can't afford it, pray God will send you the money to do it. I, I, I mean, I don't have the answer for everything, okay? I, 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 can, I can educate you, but I don't have the answers for everything. I can educate you, though, and warn you, at least I can do that much. Okay, so, um, but going further, it says, according to Donald Light, PhD, a professor of comparative health at the University of Medicine and Dentistry in New Jersey, who authored the study, the pharmaceutical industry is a market for lemons, and the big pharma spends a fortune to sell those lemons to the public. Dr. Light's papers, paper entitled Pharmaceuticals, a two-tier market for producing lemons and serious harm, is an institutional analysis of the pharmaceutical industry and how it works. According to the new study, the big drug companies are successful in getting away with selling their lemon drugs. Like a lemon, you buy a car and it's, it's called a lemon, meaning it doesn't work, it's a lemon, it has all kinds of problems. Well, these are how they're comparing the drugs. Um, the big drug companies are, are successful in getting away with selling their, their lemon drugs because of three main reasons. The big pharma is in charge of testing their own new drugs, which that's like the fox guarding the hen house. The pharmaceutical companies have invested millions in building firewalls of legal protection to hide information about how about a drug's danger. So see, they want to make sure that you never find out how dangerous the drug is. Okay? And they're in charge of policing themselves. I'm sure they're going to be honest, right? I mean, if Satan's always good. He, he, he'd never do anything dishonest, right? And that's what I equate him with Satan. And the bar for drug efficacy is set fairly low to make it easier for Big Pharma to get new drugs approved. As Mike Adams recently reported in Natural News, statin drugs are a prime example of the Big Pharma push to market drugs as safe and effective. Statin drugs mean cholesterol. Um... <clears throat> And, let's see, um, while glossing over the fact that they harm far more people than they help statin drugs. We're going to prove that in a second. In the case of statins causing everything from liver damage, acute kidney failure, and extreme muscle weakness to cataracts. Hey, what's not to like? Where do I sign up? Okay, which helps me to segue into the next article. Cholesterol myths debunked. 
See the medical research that the pharmaceutical industry does not want you to know. And I posted this a long time ago. Dear reader, below I posted a, a reference excerpt from a prominent MD, Dr. Mercola, who has authored several articles helping one to investigate the whole cholesterol issue. Several meticulous critical reviews have shown up the shoddy premises and faulty reasoning behind the research that supposedly proves the phony lipid hypothesis, the mistaken idea that dietary saturated fat and cholesterol somehow clog the arteries and lead to heart disease. Gary Tabas, recent article in Science, also exposed the shenanigans behind the United States' wholesale adoption of a low-fat, cholesterol, mostly vegetarian diet. For readers who do not want to pour over the scientific papers, they can log on to Dr. Ravenskov's website, and I give you the link here, and read the salient points there. And I give everything in this article is, is all referenced stuff. I give you all the links to explore this further. Um, let's go further here. Okay. Statin drugs. Just let me give you a, a lowdown on statin. Oh, actually here. No, we're, we're going to do that. Here's some facts. And there's little links in each one of these. Some facts about cholesterol. Cholesterol is not a deadly poison but a substance vital to the cells of all mammals. There is no such thing as a good or bad cholesterol. Mental stress, physical activity, and change in body weight may influence the level of blood cholesterol. A high, high, high cholesterol is not dangerous by itself, but may reflect an unhealthy condition. Um, let me explain this to you, how this works. Cholesterol, the sterol portion of cholesterol, is how we make virtually all hormones in the body. You have to have it to make hormones. Okay? The medical industry, in their infinite wisdom, came along, and I believe it was, at one point it was like 300, anything below 300 was considered normal, or it was like 280. Well, they came along and they said, no, 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 no. Cholesterol is evil. It's bad. It's of Satan. And we need to make sure that we reduce it. So what they did is they kept lowering the blood levels, the permissible blood levels of people before they would prescribe a drug. I think it went down to 280, 250, 220, 200. They did this over the process of, I don't know, 15, 20 years. Okay? Now it's at like 180 or something. It's like the lower the better. Well, guess what? The more you lower cholesterol, okay, through drugs, the less ability you will have to deal with stress. Why? Because when you're stressed, your body will naturally make more of specific hormones in order for you to cope with the stress. If you don't have enough cholesterol to make those hormones, well, then you go crazy. Then you become Prozac deficient. Because that's how they treat you. Oh, you're, you're deficient in the statin drug. Well, you have those headaches because you're deficient in aspirin. You have, a, you have an aspirin deficiency. That's why you're getting all those headaches. That's how they treat you, isn't it? I mean, they're correcting your drug deficiency. We don't develop drug deficiencies. We develop vitamin, mineral deficiencies. We have toxic conditions that take place in the body. But that's the way they, they prescribe drugs is the way they should be prescribing things like vitamins and minerals in their organic state. But they do the exact opposite. They prescribe something synthetic, something that never occurs in na nature naturally, something that will always have side effects. That's what they do. Why? Because they can make a ton of money. Because it's synthetic and they can patent it and make tons of money. You know, money makes the world go around. The love of money is the root of all evil, that whole nine yards. Well, nowhere is that more true than in the medical profession. Money is the root of all evil, as far as I can see. So, 
Now you've artificially manipulated your cholesterol levels down through a statin drug like whatever, Lipitor or whatever. And now you can't cope with stress anymore. Now you've got to take some mind-altering drug like Prozac. Not to say they're not all mind-altering to a certain extent. You're dealing with pharmacy and sorcery. So who knows what it's doing to you on a spiritual level. I really don't know. Can't be a good thing. So now you've got to take Prozac. To compensate, because now you're going crazy. Can't cope with stress anymore. I could cope with stress a lot better when my cholesterol is 280. Well, that's what your body needs. And a lot of times, people that are under more stress will have higher cholesterol levels. Now, there is wisdom in having good HDL to LDL ratios. That's far more important than the total cholesterol. It is also good to get your homocysteine checked, your C-reactive protein. These are all far greater, much greater predictors of cardiovascular risk than total cholesterol. Totally, way more accurate. And yes, you should have your HDL-LDL ratios good. Yes, you want to try to keep C-reactive protein you know, um, in check and homocysteine in check. Homocysteine, um, a good way to keep that in check is B6. B12 and folic acid. Um, C-reactive protein, that can be kept in check through enzyme therapy like serapepsidase. HDL, you can increase HDL through omega-3 fatty acids like a really good distilled fish oil. Um, those are different ways that you can regulate those ratios. Okay, Also keeping a nice clean liver which is where 90% of all the cholesterol in your body is produced in the liver. Not from your food, but in the liver. Keep your liver running nice and clean, okay, which most people have such gummed up livers, they've never done a liver detox, they've never done a gallbladder flush, and they're walking around like toxic waste dumps. And I'm sorry, but that's basically what it's like. I mean, when I did, when I did a, a gallbladder detox the first time, I passed over 100 stones. And here I am in the healthcare profession. I did it again, I passed another 100 and some. Where'd they all come from? In my body. Last time I tried to do them, I don't pass anymore because I keep my liver clean enough. The gallstones don't even build up. But when I was in chiropractic college, I had a year of dissection of human bodies. Gross dissection. One, two, peripheral nervous system and central nervous system. Okay? And I dissected bodies from head to toe. And it wasn't pretty. Uh, it was not pretty. And every single person that I checked, former person or whatever, their bodies... Every single person had a sack full of gallstones, full, that I checked. So that's very important, keeping the liver clean, keeping the bowel clean. Very important, keeping that clean. So, you know, you can go to a health food store, ask them, what's the best liver gallbladder detox you got? I wouldn't start out with a gallbladder flush. I would start with a some type of food or herbal Detox. Don't go to right to a gallbladder flush because you might not be able to handle it, and I'm. And it, it can be dangerous if you're doing it too soon. Choline is a very good thing to take to dissolve gallstones. Choline, the B vitamin, very good thing to take to actually start dissolving gallstones. It acts like a detergent for the liver. Okay. Um, <clears throat> there's various herbs and things like that that you can cleanse your colon as well. Um, and again, the problem you run into most health food stores is you're going to deal with a lot of new age. Okay? But don't go to Walmart and try to do some detox or the drugstore. You're wasting your money. They're, they're going to fill those things with all kind of garbage. Spend a little bit of extra time, a little bit of extra research, and, and you know, get something decent. 
Um, because if you're going to do something, do, you know, whatever you set your hand to do, do it with all your might, as the Bible says, and don't, don't do it halfway. We're talking about your body. You only got one body. Okay, <clears throat> so, uh, next point. High blood cholesterol is said to promote arteriosclerosis and thus also coronary artery disease. But many studies have shown that people whose cholesterol is low become just as atherosclerotic, meaning arteriosclerosis, as people whose cholesterol is high. Three, your body produces three to four times more cholesterol than you eat. The production of cholesterol increases when you eat little cholesterol and decreases when you eat too much. This explains why prudent diet cannot alone lower cholesterol more on average than a few percent. So all these people say, oh, I lowered my cholesterol five points by eating Honey Nut Cheerios. (laughs) Give me a break. That's not, you've been brainwashed. It's not about that. Now, again, I'm going to provide you with all the links here. You can get Dr. Yuvi Rastoffen, who is an MD, that will tell you all this stuff, way more than I'm explaining it, okay, to prove this to you. He actually found in his research that countries where they have the highest cholesterol rate, like where they eat in certain regions of France, where they like have a steady diet of goose liver and all these really super high-fat foods, they have cholesterol off the charts, that they have some of the highest life expectancies of anyone on the planet. You have to understand, if the pharmaceutical industry tells you something, most likely it's going to be a total lie. They're using it to control you and get your money and get you hooked on meds. If they had kept the cholesterol ranges where they should have been around 300, okay, here's what happens. They lower it from... 300 to 280 to 250 to 200 to 180, and I've heard they want to try to lower it to 160, because remember, cholesterol is evil. Do you realize every time they lower those numbers, how many more millions of potential customers they have? Oh, your cholesterol's 200. Oh, you need to go on meds that you're going to die any second. You're probably not going to make it out the day with that kind of cholesterol, according to our new research that was bought and paid for by all the pharma cartels, we need to manipulate that cholesterol lower. Oh, sure, Mr. Doctor, you would never deceive me. That's the way people put blind trust in these guys, and I'm sorry. You know, they got the white coats, the magic prescription pads. They're real doctors. I'm just a piker, because I'm a chiropractor, and I specialize in clinical nutrition. I'm just a piker. I'm not a real doctor. I'm an O-doctor. That's when you go to a party and, and they say, you tell them what kind of doctor you are. I'm a chiropractor. They say, oh, I'm an O doctor. I'm not a real doctor because I don't have the magic prescription pad and the, and the nice white coat. I'm sorry, but after years and years of being in this profession, you know, hard not to be a little sarcastic. Anyway, and I do love you enough to tell you the truth, and I'm telling you the truth. As God is my witness, I'm telling you the truth about this stuff. And I'm not even going far enough than I should. I just don't have time to cover it all. Anyway, let's go further. Um, Let's see. Your body produces... Okay, no, no. I already said that. There's no evidence that too much animal fat and cholesterol in the diet promotes arteriosclerosis or heart attacks. For instance, more than 20 studies have shown that people who have had a heart attack haven't eaten more fat of of any kind than other other people, and their degree of placking at autopsy is unrelated to their diet. Fifth point, the only effective way to lower cholesterol is with drugs. But neither heart mortality nor total mortality have been approved upon with drugs, the effect of which is cholesterol-lowering only. In other words, 
if your cholesterol is 160, there's no, there's no correlation there that you're going to live any longer and not die of a heart attack. They've proven this. But see, when you die, you'll die with great cholesterol numbers in the casket. You'll be there in the casket, and man, your cholesterol numbers will be just right down the line. But you're dead, but at least you die with great numbers in the casket. Okay? So, I'm, honestly, though, that's, that's, that's how it works. This is what we're actually... I'm using all this sarcasm to drive the points home. That, that it's, it's insanity what we're dealing with here. Okay, let's go further. The only effective way to lower cholesterol is with drugs. Okay, we already said that. These drugs are dangerous to your health and may shorten your life. Well, let's talk about the statins now. The new cholesterol-lowering drugs, the statins. You know what that word means, statin? To stop. Okay? That's what statin means. It, stop. it stops your liver from producing cholesterol. It also stops you from producing CoQ10, which is that, that crazy cofactor vitamin that your heart has to have in order to stay healthy. CoQ10, it's really, really, really important. Well, guess what? Statins totally shut down your body's production of CoQ10, which sets you up for a massive heart attack now. So you're actually putting yourself at more cardiovascular risk by being on cholesterol meds than you would if you weren't on them at all. The heart, the brain, and pregnant women taking statins may give birth to children with malformations and more severe birth defects than seen from thalidomide. thalidomide. So in other words, it causes um, birth defects. It stimulates cancer in rodents, the statins, and it disturbs the functions of muscles. People that take them get all kind of muscle weaknesses. The statin drugs, it shuts down the CoQ10 production, sets them up for heart attack. It causes cancer. It can cause birth defects. I mean, you know, where do I sign up? What's not to like? Seven, many of the facts have been presented in scientific journals and books for decades, but are rarely told to the public by proponents of a diet heart idea. Number eight, the reason why layman doctors and most scientists have been misled is because opposing and disagreeing results are systematically ignored or misquoted in the scientific press. Dr. Raven, Ravenskov is an independent researcher. No part of his research, including the website or his book, were funded or influenced by any governmental, industrial, or charitable organization. That's the kind of guy I want to deal with. Somebody with a little bit of integrity and honesty. And again, I give you all the links to explore that subject way further. Okay, So please don't take my word for anything that I ever say, ever, unless I quote scripture, which is right out of the Bible. Don't take my word for it. Just do your own research. Can, you know, If I'm lying, well then do your own research. Prove me wrong. But it's not my intention to mislead anybody. It's not why I'm here. I'm here to try to educate and to try to teach so that you're not destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because I do love you enough to tell you the truth. Next article. Chlorinated water. <clears throat> this was a email I got from a listener. Thank you, Scott. I was just listening to your info, info on the whole fluoride thing and the city water. I just wanted to mention that besides the drugs and whatever else they're putting in our water, I thought I would mention that I can smell chlorine in my bath water when my son just takes a bath and I'm way out in the living room. That's how bad the chlorination is. We can smell it in our water, too. I don't have a whole filter system where we're at. I do have shower filters, and I will not drink the water here. But what I would suggest you would do in that situation where you can't put on a whole system filter, 
like let's say you're renting or you're in an apartment complex or whatever, put shower filters on. You can go to like Lowe's. I don't go to Home Depot because they're the whole gay agenda thing. I'm not saying Lowe's is perfect. But you could go to Lowe's or Sears, I think, has them, or you can order them online. Get KDF, KDF shower filters. It will take out the chlorine and a lot of the bad stuff. It won't hit the fluoride, but the chlorine is really important. Get that out. The reason I say KDF is because KDF will work at elevated temperatures. Whereas carbon filters will get out flora or chlorine, but it'll only do it when the, when the room when the uh, temperature of the water is like lukewarm to cold. It doesn't work at high temperatures. So you can get some good shower filters, and then get like one of those pure filters or whatever for your sink. And that way, if you're going to wash something like lettuce or vegetables or whatever, you can at least use that pure filter, which gets out the chlorine, it gets out a lot of other stuff. It won't get out the fluoride. But it'll get out a lot of other stuff that, that you won't have to deal with. Okay, And then ultimately, I recommend those Eclo Blues. The ones that actually, atmospheric water generators, they actually produce water out of thin air. I've had one. I recommend buying the new one. Don't buy the, the other unit. Buy the one that's a little more expensive. The one I've got is incredibly... Uh, labor-intensive, and you do have to have the grip strength of a silverback alpha male gorilla in order to do a lot of the functions on it. So unless you have that grip strength of that silverback alpha male gorilla, I wouldn't advise getting one. Okay? Um, I like the unit. It does a good thing. I would say, however, you can be independent from the system, particularly when things get bad. The more you can do along those ends, as, as if it, the Lord's leading. If he's telling you not to do anything, well, obey what he's telling you to do. Okay, I'm just trying here, I'm just trying to warn people and give them an idea of how they may be being destroyed for lack of knowledge. But anyway, um, she said, then she goes on to say, <clears throat> I tried to drink bottled water when I can. Well, unfortunately, the bottled water, all the plastics have the BPA in them. And the BPA, as we know, is a horrific, horrific thing. We just reported on that. So, you know, I'm sorry this is the day and age we live in. They're trying to kill us, like I said, probably about 10,000 different ways. And um, I'm sorry it is the way it is. I hate to be the bearer of bad tidings, but I feel compelled as a watchman to warn you. No matter how horrific the news may be. Um, then she goes, she goes on to say, just one more thing about city water. I used to date a guy that worked for the city of Los Angeles Department of Water. And he told me not to drink the city water. He admittedly told me that they are way over chlorinating the water and they're doing it knowingly. Okay, so here's my comment. That was Kelly. I said, yes. Um, let me just see something real quick here. Okay, Kelly. Um, yes, chlorine is a whole other subject I have dealt with in the past. But yes, please go out, get a KDF shower filter, um, as it will get rid of the chlorine and many other chemicals, particularly on the showers. Chlorinated water, um, this is just a little excerpt on some chlorinated water. We're at risk in two ways regarding the chlorinated water problem. Number one, ingesting chlorinated water, which would be, please remember, most things you buy in a can or a bottle or whatever... Now, I'm not saying bottled water so much, because I think most of the time they are filtering. It's hard to be dogmatic. I haven't done the necessary research on fluoride and chlorine and bottled water. 
I'm trying to just avoid them altogether just because the BPA content alone. But, you know, spring water, that's a real dice shoot too. Okay? But two primary warnings, ingesting chlorinated water and two showering or swimming in a chlorinated swimming pool or spa. You see, it is proven fact that when chlorine reacts with fats in the bloodstream, it causes, guess what, placking of the arteries. Well, I was taking my statin drug to prevent my placking of the arteries. Well, you were off base, buddy. You were totally off base. You're swimming in a chlorinated pool five days a week doing your aqua aerobic thing, and you're, you're getting gassed. You're actually absorbing a lot of it through the skin, and you're taking your statin drugs, and the very thing that's causing the placking of your arteries is the chlorinated water. I'm not saying that to judge you. I'm just saying, isn't it crazy how they're just trying to kill us all these different ways? It's crazy. Now listen, I'm not saying, I haven't been guilty of a lot of these things in the past too. Swimming in chlorinated pools, drinking chlorinated water. I'm not judging anyone. But I'm saying, you know, hey listen, this is the deal. This is what's going on. So let's go further. Uh, hmm. Chlorine, when it reacts with the blood fats in the bloodstream, it causes plaque in the arteries. This, in turn, sets us up for heart attacks and strokes. This has been verified by many medical studies, all suppressed, unfortunately. I'm going to publish some quotes below regarding this subject. Okay, this is from Dr. J.M. Price of MD from Signal Hospital. He said, quote, Chlorine is the greatest crippler and killer in modern times. He's not sugarcoating it. While it prevented epidemics of one disease, it was creating another. This is how drugs typically work. After the start of chlorinating our drinking water in 1904, the present epidemic of heart trouble, cancer, and senility began. Well, I don't think we could blame everything on chlorinated water. But it was just one of the more ways that they were... Didn't, I mean, didn't they use chlorine gas during World War I to gas people with? On battlefields? And they banned gassing in World War II... Chlorinated water and drinking water uh, started in 1904. And then he's saying the present epidemic of heart trouble, cancer, and senility began. Second quote. This is from the U.S. Council of Environmental Quality. They say, quote, Cancer risk among people drinking chlorinated water is 93% higher than those whose water does not contain chlorine. End of quote. What more would you need to see other than that one statement? Next article. This is from the Nader Report, Troubled Waters on the Tap, Center for Study of Responsive Law. They say, quote, A professor of water chemistry at the University of Pittsburgh claims that exposure to vaporized chemicals in the water supplies through showering, bathing, and inhalation is 100 times greater than drinking the water. 100 times greater we're exposed when we inhale it through showering, bathing, and inhalation. So even if you're at your sink, you've got to be a little bit careful. I try not to breathe the stuff. You would think it would be a lot worse if you were to ingest it. But if you think about it, if you're taking a shower, a lot more chlorine is actually being produced through the heat and through that's actually coming out of the shower head than you could ever drink. Okay? Gallons and gallons and gallons. All that's being gassed. And then if you're in an enclosed area in a shower, it's like a mini gas chamber. It's crazy. So yeah, every time you're taking a shower, it's a little mini gas chamber. Again, where do I sign up? This much fun should not be legal. Let's go further. This is from Dr. N.W. Walker, D.S., 
uh, from the article, Water Can Undermine Your Health, chlorine was despicably used in World War I. When the war was over, the use of chlorine was diverted to poisoning germs in our drinking water. All water supplies through the country were chlorinated. The combination of chlorine when in drinking water and fats results in arteriosclerosis, heart attacks, and death. How many people have died of heart disease just from this one thing alone? Do you think this is important, what we're talking about? I know it's not, it's not like I'm quoting scripture here. I could quote scripture. I quoted a lot of scripture today. But again, isn't that important, what we're talking about here? How many of our loved ones have died because of this? How many Christians' lives have been cut short because of that one thing? That is how satanic and evil this world system is. It's no laughing matter. I know I, t- I cut a lot of jokes. I'm trying to like lighten the moment a little bit. Uh, okay. And then I have a comment at the end, and I basically it's just the same thing I said before. Um... As far as drinking water, there are filters that you can get to put on at public, if you had tap water. There are filters you can get that will get the stuff out. But you're going to have to do your own homework on that, okay? Because fluoride is notoriously hard to get out. Chlorine is a lot easier. But then there's a lot of other trihalomethanes and a lot of other heavy metal stuff they're putting in there. Um, Carbon filtered reverse osmosis water is usually pretty good, but I don't even know if that gets out the, the fluoride. Echo blue, which is what I mentioned before, the atmospheric water generator that actually creates water of thin air, well, again, if it's creating out of air, you don't got to worry about the fluoride or the chlorine or any of that, which is nice. Now, there is a Berkey system that I am going to talk about next, and then we're going to end the study, which actually does say it can get out the fluoride, and it's gravity-fed. So that's pretty awesome. I didn't really realize they had that. Um, whole house filters for your house would actually get out the chlorine and a lot of the other stuff, but it's not going to do a whole lot for fluoride. You'd have to address that individually on a drinking water. But I would advise whole house systems because you're getting the chlorine, 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 chlor, chlorine out. Sorry, I'm getting a little tongue twisted. We're heading into plus five hours here. You know what I mean? I get a little punchy at the end of these five hour teachings. A little wacky. Zany. Almost zany. Anyway. Um, my my daughter keeps laughing. Um, anyway, let's see here. If you have a swimming pool, it is a little more complicated, okay? But it can be done. What you would want to do is internet keyword search for non-chlorinated swimming pool alternatives or like a spa, you can do that. They've got spas where it's already built in. Like they use like silver and they use like hydrogen peroxide. I forget. They there's I know hydrogen peroxide is one of the things they use as as an alternative in pools and stuff like that. But it can be done, okay? And I'm not saying it would be cheap, but man, look at what it's doing to you. Just try to get away from this stuff. Uh, Last article, and again, I don't get any money from this. This is just um, something I wanted to throw in here. I saw this. It's the Imperial Berkey Water Filter System. Uh, water filter is, and again, I'm going to sound like an infomercial for the next five minutes, and it and wasn't intended that way. But um, that's the way it's going to sound a little bit. And again, I'm not a paid spokesperson. So, <laughs> the British Burkefield water system is designed to purify tap and well water of unwanted chemicals and contaminants. And for use in situations where reliable 
reliable supply of treated water, drinking water, is unavailable. Now, this is going to be, I believe, vitally important in regard to the end times, okay? Because, you know, you can't go a real long time without drinking water. You can go quite a while without food, but drinking water is something that's really not optional. You're going without for a long period of time. Um, this is designed for use in situations where reliable supply of treated drinking water is unavailable. Uh, situations like camping, hurricane-devastated areas, third-world countries, domestic terrorism, on water supply. Um, the Berkey filter is compatible, is capable of processing creek, pond, lake, or river water within a short period of time. Not salt water. It's not a desalination plant. But it can do fresh. You can enjoy some of the cleanest and safest water on the planet. How the poor structure of the ceramic filter is designed to remove very fine particles and bacteria. Gravity feed system also works when water pressure is too low for other filters. So it's gravity fed, which is nice because you don't have to rely on any mechanical systems. I've got, I've got, uh, I think a couple of these. I don't have these mega needle filters they got though that they're describing at the end that actually can get out fluoride. The super sterosyl water filters used in the Berkey filtration system reduces up to 99.9% of particulates, cysts, parasites, pathogenic bacteria, including but not limited to E. coli and blah, blah, blah. Additionally, these water filters will reduce chlorine, rust, sediment, and organic chemicals with nominal particular filtration rating efficiencies of. The Berkey filter is one of the most powerful water systems on the planet. Durable ceramic filters can be cleaned over and over with a soft brush or scotch bright pad. That's pretty cool because you can just clean the out, outside of them. Uh, it's also... Uh, the filter media in this product contains an effective antimicrobial agent. I believe that they're impregnating the filters with silver, from what I understand, and that's why it would be antimicrobial. Because think about it, you had a filter and you had bacteria in the water. Well, you got to worry about the filter getting infected. I'm almost positive they, they are impregnating these filters with silver, and the silver is killing, silver is lethal to anything bacterial, fungal, or viral. And that's what I say, said in many of my teachings. Each filter element will provide efficient pathogenic filtration up to 2,000 gallons, depending on water quality. Detailed, easy to assemble, operating instructions are included. Uh, replacement or additional super sterosol ceramic water filters can be purchased separately for $48. Um, to remove... Fluoride, lead, arsenic, MTBE. There's, there's stuff here. I don't know. Trihalomethanes, herbicides, some, some abbreviations. I don't know what they are. But anyway, to remove these things, pesticides, heavy metal, ions, add the Berkey PF4 reduction element filter, which is another, I guess for a set of six, it's 132 bucks. This is not required to use on the Berkey, but the um. It will, if you want to remove fluoride, lead, arsenic, all these other things, you want to do these filters as well. Normally, the four standard filters that come with it do a great job of cleaning most water. But the, but if you're in, a, if you're trying to do tap water, you really you got to do both if you want to get the fluoride and the other garbage. Okay, PF four filters for areas where chemicals are much higher, or health conscious consumers who want all these contaminants out of the water. So that's really neat that that is actually optional. Gravity-fed, don't have to rely on Big Brother, but yet you can still purify water. So I was pretty encouraged, and I wanted to include that in here. Um, so, and I give you the link to the health, it's healthtruthreveal.com. Um, they've got some good products up there. 
Last article, gender bender chemical iatrazine. We're going to talk about that. Emerging research increasingly indicates that the U.S. water supply is widely contaminated with the endocrine-disrupting chemical iatrazine. Again, yet one more gender-bending chemical. You know, the men are being gelded, the women, women, and I'm not saying all, are are tending to becoming like more dominant rulers over the men because the men are abdicating their natural position. You've got, you know, people that are kids now that are going in for sex changes at real early ages. They're converting to other because they have all these identity crises. Well, I think I'm, I'm a man born in a woman's body and all this other stuff. They've actually got whole organizations where they sponsor um, teenagers to get sex changes. You can get sponsored so you can get your your breasts removed and and convert into a man and and vice versa. They've actually got literal um, whole organizations devoted to sponsoring. And a lot of it, not only is it their demonic component, but there is a hormonal component as well. And all of these gender-bending chemicals, all of the xenoestrogens, and all of the personal care products, anything with prop in it, like in hair gels, underarm deodorants, um, probably you could look at toothpaste, anything you put on your body, okay? Look at that. And if it says prop or meth, that is a xenoestrogen, meaning it's a cancer-causing form of mimicking estrogen-like thing that mimics estrogen in the body, but it's not like natural estrogen. So men are having these incredibly high rates of estrogen in the body, which is feminizing them. They're getting gynecomastia, which is where they're actually starting to grow breasts. And I'm sorry, but that's what's happening. What is that from? That's from all these gender-bending chemicals that they put in everything. And we just splash them on our body and put them in our bodies and eat them and ingest them and put them all over us like we think that it's not going to hurt us. The men are becoming feminized. The women are, are becoming the exact opposite. And then you've got all these, these, these people out there wanting to get sex changes. And, and, and granted, there's a whole huge demonic component to this as well. So this is just one more chemical here. Endocrine-disrupting chemical iatrazine, but the Environmental Protection Agency is taking almost no action on the threat. This has led to a situation where citizens are not only unaware that their water is contaminated, they are never told that an inexpensive home filter could remove the toxins from their water. Well, maybe it could remove that, but it's not going to remove fluoride. Okay, you're going to have to do your homework to get rid of the fluoride or get one of those Berkey filters. Iatrazine is an herbicide widely spread on cornfields in the Midwest and one of the most widely detected groundwater contaminants in the country. So this would apply if you had a well. So don't think just because you have a well that everything's all well and good. Oh, I made a pun. Well and good? Sorry. I'm feeling punny tonight. And I know there's some people out there that can't stand my jokes, and I'm sorry, I apologize. I, forgive me. I'm sorry. Anyway, they weren't, they weren't playing. Not one of them. Not one. I don't think at least. Okay, anyway. According to analysis of state and federal records in Chicago Tribune, iatrazine has been detected in the drinking water of a million people in 60 Illinois, commu- Illinois communities over the past four years. So there you go. There's just one other example. Now, I'm finally caught up now on all the information that I've been trying to catch up on for about six weeks. I'm hoping that I'll be able to reduce the teachings back now, back to two to three hours, but who knows what the week may bring. Who knows? This might be my last teaching ever. 
I don't know. I mean, the way things are going, I don't know. I pray, I covet your prayers for my daughter and myself, for um, protection, and that we could keep going on this course, and you know, however long wants to keep us on this. The Bible says, The night cometh when no man can work. I must work the work of him that sent me. The night cometh when no man can work. Jesus Christ said that. So I'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Uh, God bless you all. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day and time that you've given us. I do thank you for letting us do another teaching, Lord. I do pray that your word and your truth would go forth, that it would free people, Lord God, that your truth would set people free. And, and we're, there's so many ways, Lord, we can be brought into bondage in, in this crazy end-time environment that we're living in, Lord. I just pray you help us to sort it out. I'm not here to overwhelm people, Lord. I just pray that you help them to see how they're being destroyed for lack of knowledge, that you help them implement things where... You know, they can take measures where this isn't so, where they can compensate. And, and I understand, Lord, you could wave a magic wand and everything could be great. But normally that's not the way that you work. And I do pray for my listeners. I pray you bless them. I pray to God you provide them with the necessary funds in order to implement whatever they need to implement in regard to the things that we've mentioned today and so many other teachings. I pray that you put them in a position of strength, Lord God, and not of weakness regarding the end times that are coming that they would be prepared and that we would actually be looked upon the body of Christ, the remnant, as a beacon of light, that we would not withdraw ourselves, but that we would actually be used in a more mighty way, in a greater way, for the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ and for the sake of the souls that need to be saved. I do pray you'd forgive us for any and all sins we've committed in any way, shape, or form as we forgive those who have sinned against us. That the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be pleasing and acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer, and that you would cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults that they would not have dominion over us. I do pray, God, you bless those around us that are unsaved, our family members, Lord God, that your fear would be upon them, that your convicting power... You said in the Bible, the goodness and the severity of the Lord leadeth thee to repentance. I pray to God whatever it takes for them to get saved. If you have to hang these people out over hell, Lord God, do whatever it takes, Lord God, in order to get them saved. I know you did that with my own parents, Lord. You, you, you had to basically bring them to a point of death before that happened. Well, Lord, whatever it takes, because it's far greater that they suffer in this life than suffer in eternity in hell. I do pray, God, you'd move mightily in this area and for your protective hand to be upon my listeners, upon the body of Christ, upon the widows, the orphans, the poor, the unborn babies, the, the, the babies, the children of the world, Lord God, that need your protection. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.